Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. everyone welcome back to another episode of screen heroes my name is ray and i am joined by my two favorite boys in the whole wide world ryan hello and derek hello hello so i'm sorry you guys are clearly men you're of age men in tights but you know we're manly men you're my boys (laughs) we travel across the country looking for fights (laughs) yeah because if we ain't got no tolls then we ain't got no roles that's right and That's we right. are actually wearing tights. You can't see them. But <laughs> they always do. We always do for this podcast. They do. And usually we break out into song shortly after. Patrons get a... Uh, under the yeah. under the table. Don't yeah. lie. Because well, then we'll have to provide that content. <laughs> we'll make a new tier. We'll make a new tier for that. Under the table at Screen right. Heroes. <laughs> Live. The upskirt shots. We'll just call yeah. it the Mel Brooks tier and we'll randomly do things in Tight. the spirit of... Mel Brooks. So. Please roll, 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 and see hay. Uh, I mean, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. We don't have any hay. Thought you wanted to. <laughs> we are not moving anywhere. Tangents. <laughs> okay, so tonight we are going to talk about uh, our DCEU. We are writing our, is this our fifth or sixth movie? This is our sixth, I believe. Well, we did BVS. No, we did Man of Steel. We did Batman versus Superman. We did Justice League Dark. We did Shazam. This is Justice League. Okay, we have done. This is our fifth one. Sorry, guys. I remember what happens in them. I just well, that's good. Yeah. Um, last time we did Captain, or not Captain, excuse me. We did Shazam, uh, formerly known as Captain Marvel. And so if you're interested, go listen to that. It's a little ways back, and we'll have the details in the comments for you to check out exactly what episode, won't we, Derek? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. we can do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, first things first, we always talk news. Let's talk some entertainment news. Uh, what'd you guys think of the new Young Justice trailer? I mean, did you watch it, Derek? I did. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, it's, it's a little short. Um, it was cool. It's good. You know, you get to see a lot of familiar faces, some characters we weren't necessarily sure were returning, but we're fairly confident we're going to be in the show. Uh, Batman's in it for a second. So With like, Katana. With mm-hmm. Katana. God, she looks good. I she like that cool, yeah. rendition of her outfit. All right, so I'll, here, here I'm just going to say, I don't know who the, who was the other person on the helicopter, the bulletproof guy? I was not paying attention to no that. Idea. Okay. I mean, I didn't really look that close. Because Deathstroke I, lights him up, you know, with like a whole magazine. He's like, bulletproof. That's, that's inconvenient. Or yeah, whatever. That's annoying. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I know who that is, but I want to watch it again before I drop okay. that. So, I, I didn't um, recognize the character. I think so. I know. Um, uh, definitely a... Wonder Woman was in it. 
Yeah, uh, she yeah. Is split second. She looks her... just like the DCAU Wonder Woman. Yes. So she was kind of big in the first season. Is that the New Fifty Two look? But... Is that what's the look? What's the is? Justice League War look? Okay. Yeah. Uh, which, which I lo- I really like actually. Yeah. I mean, which... I'd love to see it if they did that in the live action movies too. But yeah, that would be cool. I mean, basically, it was a way to give her pants, I think. I do love the the Young Justice show, but I am waiting for a Justice League spinoff. Like, I don't want it to take the spotlight from them. Maybe they could do it alternating seasons or something like that, like seasons of the year. But I, I want to see these guys and their big battles and what they do. The Justice League has all their own stuff going on all the time. Well, they have they the have movies. Movies and everything else on the big screen and on the animated screen. You can't tell me that those outfits aren't cool and that their oh, side stories that pop up in the background don't sound like fun. But we're all idiots and can't <laughs> see more than one universe of Justice League at the same time. Well, keep in mind, they do, they're doing it with Teen Titans, right? You've got Teen Titans Go, but then they also have DCAU films that are more of the older style Teen Titans. And they also have the live action Teen Titans. And then right now we well, have the live Titans, action Titan show, right? The adolescent titans. <laughs> yeah. Well, Robin is far from an adolescent Fair at enough. this point, but... Yeah. Okay, so moving on, let's see, let's see, uh, what should we talk about next? Like, there's a lot of stuff in my head just kind of bouncing back and forth with it. Uh, Aquaman buzz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, sure. It's making a splash. Uh, Everybody keeps <laughs> using water puns, and I just want like a solid sentence. Like, do people like it? Do people yes. don't stop? Really, the movie water? is just fishing for good reviews. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. Podcast but, over. <laughs> Good night, guys. I'm clamming up over uh, here, guys. Come on, let's. So, in normal vernacular, uh, positive reviews so far. In fact, uh, the reception's been so positive, they're actually tracking the movie to open to over $100 million first weekend. That would be phenomenal. Which, uh, is great for any movie, but is a big deal for a DC film I'll be curious point. to see how they're counting the early showings from the Amazon preview. Yes. Like, if they're counting that in with the Thursday, uh, or if that's not counted at all until, like, the total box office is figured up, or what? Yeah, it's a really fair question, right? Uh, if you don't know, listeners, Amazon did an exclusive thing with Adam tickets or something like that, and AMC where they're showing. Uh, I think it's just AMC, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. No, it's not. Oh, no, B and B has it as well. And I believe Cinemark had some showings. They're doing one night showing five days before the movie's released. Right. Um, yeah. So we'll actually we will be seeing that. Uh, we're gonna do a quick movie take afterwards, which is our short form spoiler free video series it's on our youtube channel we did venom recently we did wreck it ralph or ralph breaks the internet that is uh we'll do aquaman for that um and then we will also release our like full review episode of aquaman um uh, the following week after the movie's out we won't do it live because that'll be christmas day but we'll release the uh the episode um mm-hmm. later that week um, had it already been announced that julie andrews was in it so I don't know Has if it's already been announced it. that she what she's playing. No. So I, I'm Do you trying. Want to know or not? I don't okay. want spoilers. So the headlines keep saying she's playing like the most powerful creature on earth or something like that. I and I don't. Yeah, I'd rather just kind of. So she's playing Squirrel Girl because yeah. Julie Andrews shouldn't play Squirrel Girl. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> More of a Squirrel Woman at yeah. that point, I think. But Squirrel Senior Citizen. Anyway, I'm down for it. Like they can make it a musical, Squirrel Girl, the musical. I <laughs> fucking love it. Sounds um, like the best show ever. 
I will be curious, though, how the, the early screenings handle, because normally early screenings are free, but this is when you actually pay for it. It's a normal ticket price. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like Thanksgiving weekend is always handled differently than other weekends because it's a longer weekend. Movies come out on Tuesday sometimes and, and Wednesday, of course, yeah. for Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I'm sure they'll add it into their Thursday number, their like opening Thursday numbers. That Isn't would be that how I like think. But it is also kind of cheating. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, in today's world, you can go to Box Office Mojo, and it breaks down absolutely everything. And Thursday night openings are, are a big deal in itself. Some movies, you know, do really well opening night. Some are more, you know, more weekend things if it's family-friendly things. Um, so you'll be able to see really easily when it made its money um, to break that down. And it'll have a three-day breakdown versus a five-day breakdown because um, the Thursday through Monday is considered the full opening weekend. But usually opening weekend numbers are just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But it's actually um, going to be a four-day breakdown because it's going to be Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Why did you say Thursday twice? Well, the, well because there's the, <laughs> We're the early... We're sitting on the 15th. Is that, is that a Saturday? Saturday. Okay, Saturday. a Saturday. week and a half ahead of time. Five, five days. Five days. Yeah. Okay. So not a Thursday. <laughs> so it's going to be Saturday, Saturday <laughs> Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be curious to see how how um, those break down. One person did say that they felt like it was a Marvel uh, Phase One movie, which is actually a pretty big compliment, I think. Yeah, so. that's huge. Phase One was fairly great. Yeah, Phase One had a lot of good standalone films. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they didn't require each what other yet. DC needs so, a standalone yeah. film, and and Shazam has supposedly the reshoots are to make it more of a standalone film and not have made as many references to Superman, Batman, or whoever. Um, so, you know, they're trying to do that. And I think that, that what we're going to be seeing here, and I'm hoping for the DC fans and all of us, is that we're giving more power to the directors yes. and less studio interference is going to really help their movies. That would be phenomenal. We're, I'm hoping. Obviously, you know, the early buzz, I'm trying not to get too excited about it. Right. Hopefully yeah. Shazam, you know, is also right. good. Um, they always make questionable decisions, and it's very frustrating. You know, I, I'm i frustrated with the fact that Wonder Woman got pushed to 2020. Like, I really wanted to see two next year, so, you we know. We haven't had a DCEU film since Justice League. I know. Since we all left that theater disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. I understand the move of Wonder Woman simply because nobody wants to go up against a Star Wars film. You know, I, I get that. Especially not a movie, a movie company that's been having trouble with their movies and the reception of their movies. That too. And I think maybe that's why this December is so jam-packed with films, because there isn't a Star Wars this year, mm-hmm. right? Because they did Solo in May. So this year's a little more wide open. But next year, it's, it's not just Star Wars. It's Episode Nine. It's yeah. how are they going to handle Leia? And what's it's, what's going to happen with Luke? This trilogy. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I imagine it makes a fortune next year good or not so <laughs> That's true. um but yeah i guess we'll have to we'll have to see uh i guess shazam gate since we're on the dc topic there isn't anything no it was pretty quiet so so I, i'm hoping that i think right now they're probably giving the uh spotlight to aquaman and letting him do his thing and after that comes out then they'll start hitting it pretty hard with you know press tours and all mm-hmm. kinds of tidbits will come out then but I mean, I would let, now, like they don't do this as much anymore because of the way streaming and the internet is, but it would be cool to drop a brand new Shazam trailer 
as a preview in Aquaman opening weekend. Yeah, that I think isn't... that'd be fantastic. I kind of miss seeing some trailers right before movies for the first time. I love that I get to see them online and get pumped like months ahead of time. But there's something to be said for like you're in the movie theater mode already and you see something new. Like that's really cool. Yeah, part of me wishes they would do movie previews first in theaters, like an opening and then weekend. Immediately they get released on like Monday or something. So like you get the opening weekend to go and see it, and then it releases to the internet. See, I want to watch it and then go home and watch it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how you gate that then. I don't know, but no gating. Okay. Any other news? What else we got? Uh, so Avengers four trailer is rumored to drop this week. Yeah. Uh, Initial... Yesterday, for anybody who's listening to this um, on Thursday when it comes out. Yeah. Initially, reports were on Black Friday, and that didn't happen, so... Well, they gave some pretty big hints. I think it was end of last month, mm-hmm. saying that it would be before Christmas or something okay. like that. And so everybody, for some reason, is really thinking, you know, this week is going to be the main the week that it happens. Of course, it could be every week. They're like, it's going to be this Wednesday, guys. You well, you know? start running out of weeks if it's before, you know, yeah. Christmas, right. right? There's only so That's many. Um, they are playing this one really close to their chest. This is the first MCU film that had such a late release of a trailer um, very tight knit details, but they're and... getting so much press from the fact that the trailer hasn't released yep. yet that I think that it's doing exactly what they wanted it to do. It's a smart move. I don't even know if that's the goal here. I actually think, and I've read some other articles about this, so I'm not saying that I came up with this idea, but I think it has more to do with do they have to market it like a normal film? No. Like, at this point, we've we've all seen Infinity War, or if you haven't, then you're probably not even interested in Avengers. 4. And Infinity War was the first MCU movie that required you to see others. At least they didn't have any exposition; they jumped right into the action where Thor and Black Panther left off. So, you know, they really don't have to drop information and prepare you if they don't want to. Well, it's also the first real cliffhanger. Like, there's been some teasers that you know, teased other things like Thor Ragnarok or something like that, right, in the post credit scenes. But as far as a movie goes, this is the first one that was a legitimate cliffhanger. Yeah. And so if you saw Infinity War, you're going to go see Avengers 4, right? They don't want to spoil the title, maybe, and that's fine. But as far as trailers go, why do they need to make half a dozen trailers if everybody's going to go see it anyway? They don't. Right. Really, we just want to know what it's called at this point and have a cool poster to share on our social media feeds. That's really all we want, yeah. right? Um, good with that. And we're all going to go see it anyway. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think that we're so close to the movie that's basically going to end everything that we've been building up for, you know, all these years since the MCU started. I mean, it's... 11 years? 12 years? It'll be 11. There's, you know, going to be more movies coming out. Obviously, we know Far From Home is filming already and and some other stuff is going on and been Mm -hmm. confirmed. But, I mean, really, we're all kind of in the dark about... A lot of what's going to be happening in the MCU is the fantastic. Are they waiting on the Disney and Fox merger to happen before they announce what's happening? And go, you know, whoa, yeah, are we going to see the X Men? Are we going to see the Fantastic Four? Is that what they're waiting on to really reveal their Phase Four? Is that what's going to be yeah. Phase Four uh, movies? Because they last time they did this, remember they had that big meeting and they released like three years worth of movies, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was about three quarters accurate, but. I mean, I assume Avengers 4 is, is the end of Phase 3. I assume. I don't know if anyone's officially said that, 
right? But that feels like the right spot to end that phase. I yeah. agree. Makes it the largest phase, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for phase four, I imagine, yeah, it's going to start with Spider-Man Far From Home, unless they pull an Ant-Man, and that's the end. That's the real end of phase three or something. Right. And then 2020 is probably going to be um, Doctor Black Strange 2. 2, Black Panther 2, and some ensemble film. Something new, probably. Or, yeah, or you know. an origin. Um, now to to keep you know in line with this, Hugh Jackman also teased some big announcement for Thursday, which is the day this podcast comes out. Um, there are some people who think he's going to say that he's doing Deadpool. I really don't think that that's what's happening. He just came out <laughs> in a quote saying that he doesn't think people want to see Wolverine in a Deadpool movie, which it may have been something to throw people off the scent because I can't imagine a world where he would actually legitimately believe that. No, I don't. I don't believe it as much as I think he just. I don't know. I, I would think, be surprised if he does it at this point. I don't think he wants to do it anymore. Right, and I think that's more of it, more of it. But it was that was just a weird way of saying it because everybody clearly wants Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds to be together on screen. Here's the thing, though: when you look at Logan as a farewell swan song for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, does it does it cheapen that ending by coming back to do a bit role in you know Once Upon a Deadpool or? the theoretical X-Force film that may not even I don't get think made it now. takes away. I think that Hugh Jackman genuinely doesn't believe that the Logan that appeared in Logan is not the same guy who has a friendship with Deadpool. I agree. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I don't think that the Wolverine we've ever seen would be the type of guy to have a friendship with Deadpool or like a working relationship or, you know, a back and forth on Tinder even. Like I don't think those two would just ever be in the same world. Deadpool and Spider-Man, yes, I can see that tomorrow. Tom Holland would have a lot of fun playing off of that. But Deadpool and Daredevil. I mean, yeah, that's what I want to say. God, no, I, I'm I'm with you though. I I'm not saying that I would complain right. if the announcement is that he's doing it. Like, great, I'm gonna go see it, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But I don't think it's needed. At I all. honestly, that think... would make me go see it if they. Oh, Once Upon a Deadpool. If, if they had Wolverine in it, yeah, I would absolutely go that's see it. Fair. And it was more than what he was in because he was in Deadpool too. Um, but if, if it was something other than that, and it was an actual like new part, I would probably that would. I'm pretty sure give me to the theater. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, I don't know. I, I think Once Upon a Deadpool, like they they did shoot some new stuff, but I can't imagine it's a lot. I imagine most of it is the bedroom scenes with Fred Savage um, and maybe a few other things. But I would not expect if, if it was Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in Once Upon a Deadpool, it would be a pretty small role. Yeah. Versus if there was going to be a Deadpool three or an X Force movie, which don't get me wrong, I think all three of us would want another Deadpool movie. Um, I, I don't even know if Disney wants to do that at this point. I think like what I'm hoping is that it's actually like a torch pass and that he's announcing somebody else has been cast or that there are plans for Wolverine to continue in another form. Cause that would be pretty know, crazy. He's, he's in his fifties playing this kind of ageless character or slow aging character. It doesn't really make sense for him to continue forever and continuing to go back to the well. I think another standalone Wolverine movie would cheapen what was done in Logan. That's fair. I just really want, uh, the woman that played her, the girl that played X 23 in 
uh, Logan right. to take the mantle. Like, I'm fine I with agree. that. I can totally see that happening. You That'd know, be cool. Instead of having Wolverine in it, you have uh, X-23 and call that good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. That's a good point. Are we going to talk about the Lion King trailer at all? So, a new sure. Lion King trailer. That's a pretty important... I mean, that was really big on the internet. We don't want to spend too much more time probably on news, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it broke the record for number of views within the first 24 hours. Um, it's... I mean, I kind of had this concern when they first announced that they were doing this movie, but it's just a shot-for-shot remake. Um, it's not. It's not, actually. They cut Be Prepared uh, in favor of a new song specifically written with Beyonce in mind. Also, in just the trailer, there's a lot of stuff that's different than the... Okay, let me let me rephrase this then. It's the exact same movie. Versus where Beauty and the Beast, for example, had some different aspects to it that the original didn't have. I think that... But it wasn't the same. You're saying that Beauty and the Beast was not the same movie. Do you, like, I mean, Jungle Book was almost the exact same. You're right. You small changes here and there. You're absolutely right. Same story. Like, so far, they've all produced the same story. They've added extra backstory to the princesses because, let's face it, they desperately need it at times. Yeah, I just, I think that, like Jungle Book, because at the end of the day, the animals are still basically animated. We can argue semantics on that, but they are animated. That the differences are not as significant as when you bring something like Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast, where it's mostly humans, and you're bringing that to live action is a very different kind of experience. So you're saying Rafiki using a root instead of juice from a berry is not a big enough difference for you. Correct. Okay, well, <laughs> agree to disagree, Derek. Also, Rafiki not having a stick? Come on. Well, he might not have had it in that shot. Whatever. I'm sure he has the stick. Um, How else is he going to hit Simba on the head? I mean, brings up, is he going to do like the martial arts scene at the end where he's fighting the hyenas? This brings up another discussion. Is it fair to call this movie a live action movie? Yes. Because yes. it's a CG. It's all CG. I mean, well, they had dogs doing mocap. So the th- the thing is, when you bring mocap in, it's it's a live action shot film. Is is what it is, right? Whereas obviously the original is not, and the distinction that's being made is, is this is not a one hundred percent hand drawn animated picture. It is a live action shot picture with CGI thrown on top. So basically, of it. that what they filmed was a bunch of s- the camera moving like this over scenery. Yeah, no, and that's with, it. With anim- with animals in mocap, like there were dogs used to mocap some of the animals and things like that. Jungle Book had humans in those an- uh, as the animals in mocap. Like that's still live action filming. With digital effects on top of it. All right. You know. I mean, it would be like saying that, like, so in in the Tron movies, when they're in the grid, it's still live action. But that's they, one part of a larger movie where there's well, most obviously... Most of a larger movie. I mean... Still, there's... It's, a, there's, it's the opposite of saying that the Lego no movie... There's no humans in this movie. But it's the opposite of the Lego movie, which they said that... He's the Le- just going to prepare to make this point. He needs to make this right, point. Mind, we'll move on. It's not... It's... it's I mean... It's, I think it's arguing semantics. Like, I... I see where people are coming from. They, uh, you can't film a movie like this and use real animals. There's <laughs> right, like clearly, nobody's yeah. going to participate in that. Not one res- animal reservation is going to be like that's a great idea at Disney. So it had to be CGI. Now the I mean, Jungle Book had at least a main character that was a human, right? Yeah. So that's it's just tough because obviously Beauty and the Beast is live action, right? Yeah. You have re- a lot of real actors in that movie. 
Sure, yeah. It's I, just it's just tougher for me to swallow. When they're saying they're making all these movies in live action, it's, you know, obviously they can't use real animals. It's just a weird distinction. I guess the question is, what would you call it? Because it's certainly not an animal. I'd call it feature. live action, to be honest. Yeah. But it's I would call it, I don't know, what was Super and Roger Rabbit? Like... Right. Well, I mean, so movies... But that one had human actors, too, so that's tough. Right, same with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and yeah. Mary Poppins, right? I guess an interesting comparison would be A, a Scanner Darkly, which was Where shot, everything was, yeah, done in a, in a cell shade. And yeah. afterwards. I don't know if that's officially... Cons- I assume that's considered live action. I mean, I guess Probably. I never really thought about it. I mean, it. they were on set. They filmed everything together, and then it was, and just it was an actor, done afterwards. I mean, it was just, but it wasn't mocap. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was pre-mocap technology. Yeah. Alright, well, that's going to wrap it up for news. We are going to take a quick break. Uh, Derek's going to make a comment. He's either going to confirm something We need to go to break. We we will go to break in a a second. So I have something to say after this anyway, before we go to break. But um, A Scanner Darkly, according to IMDb, is uh, under three genres. Animation, crime, and drama. So, there you go. So in that case, if A Scanner Darkly is considered animated... Then I guess an Lion argument can be made for the Lion definitely King. Definitely be Because it's even more so. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out, though, is just real quick, I want to announce, uh, in case anyone hasn't heard yet, next week is the third annual Screen Heroes Awards. Woo! We do this every year for the last three years now. Uh, we have had voting going on for weeks. Uh, we have a few more days left of that with a few more categories to go down to the last minute. So head out to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at heroes podcasts and join us live please please join us live next tuesday december 4th at 9 p.m eastern 8 central twitch.tv slash heroes podcasts we're gonna have a roundtable discussion we're gonna have hosts from all of the heroes podcast network shows on the screen heroes awards to talk about movies tv video games superheroes you name it it's gonna be an awesome time we're doing something a little different with it this year, too, so I hope you guys will join us and check that out. And that was all I really wanted to say. So we'll go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. Woo! Hello, listeners. John here from Gamer Heroes Podcast. No, not that John. A new, improved John. Join all new hosts every Wednesday for discussion on all the latest games and gaming news. Hit us up to get the hottest takes, freshest memes, and deep Overly personal discussion on video games, though we reserve the right to also discuss board games, Dungeons and Dragons, music, art, society, and anything else that pops into our noggins. Level up your gaming podcast from silver to diamond with Gamer Heroes. See you on Wednesday. John out. Hey everyone, we are back. And now we are going to get started with our uh, rewrite of Justice League. So um, let's just be honest, Justice League was a garbage fire of a movie, and they had a ton of issues behind the set. The, the drama behind the, uh, the scenes completely reflected in the product that we got. I, I think every DC fan was just at, you know, the, the best side of things was underwhelmed, and, you know, the worst side, I guess, completely felt betrayed. <laughs> so... Uh, we are going to redo this uh, new storyline. We've got to cast a few people. Okay. So, thought what? Well, do we want to kind of do a, a small recap just to tell people where we left off? That was. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You were going in the casting. I thought my mistake. No. 
Calm it down, Derek. She's got this under control. So our last one was Shazam, where we introduced him and his power set. And basically we went through uh, the movie with Dr. Savannah and uh, mild interaction with Black Adam. He was definitely introduced. He was not being reserved for another film. But Savannah was... Pretty much the main villain, just like he will be in the Shazam movie. We had cameos with uh, Superman, of course, because we love that idea. We want that to happen. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of where we left off. It was an origin story. We explained his origin. He got his powers, and uh, he he wins the day. So here we are, Justice League. The Justice League members we currently have, the ones that have been on the actual Justice League that we have already cast and they have appeared in our films, include Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Zatanna, and Shazam. Did we actually have Wonder Woman? Yes. We have had Wonder Woman. So far, um, uh, we've kept all the casting. Satana was the only one that we had to cast so far. We had a couple different choices. I don't remember where we left off with that. How? Um, so if you guys had any ideas for who could play Zatanna at this point. Who did we decide? We definitely cast somebody. Yeah. I believe it was Olivia Wilde. When yeah, we, I think yeah, that's where we ended right. up. Yeah. I'm good with that if it wasn't. I think yeah, that's a good casting sure. choice. We'll go there. So, Olivia Wilde, Zatanna. <laughs> All right. Now, that's only five members. We can keep with those five members. We don't have to add any more, but I know we all love the growing roster of the Justice League. So let's open that up. Do you guys want to add in anybody else at this time to this film? Or would you like to keep it? Did we have marketing material that said Unite the Seven? No. Okay. I mean, no one's ever done that before, I know, but just just asking. I'm still bitter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, if they just would have let it be with Aquaman, you can argue that it was the seven seas. Right. But they didn't. They, they did. also did a Flash one. <laughs> right. So we don't have Flash yet. It does feel We don't have Flash. We don't to, have Aquaman. Uh, we don't have, have Martian. And we don't have Green Lantern. Or so, Hot Girl. I don't think Green Lantern is necessary, necessary in this case. I don't think <laughs> Hot Girl so is necessary. But I feel like Flash Flash is like... I mean, Green Lantern's somewhat important, too. More important probably than Shazam. Which, but which the, Flash the would you want to do? The five people that we just talked about Barry have Allen. been founding members at one point or another in one iteration or another. So, you know, they're all fairly important. It's not like we're talking Red Tornado is our right. sixth member here. Hey, don't dog on Red. He's great, but he's never been he's a founding great, member. That was real. my point. I like Red Tornado. <laughs> yeah, you can like him, but he's not that great. It wasn't great on Supergirl. That's he right. wasn't great in anything. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I don't, we can always introduce a character later if we think the story needs, needs it. it. Right now, I feel like... But we, we have to, but I mean, to introduce a character in an ensemble movie that already has five main cast members is tricky. It's anyway. kind of difficult, yeah. I'm not sure we need to. I okay. mean, if it ends up being The Flash, I don't think that that requires a whole lot of explanation necessarily. I think that was part of the problem with DC's approach is that they tried to do miniature origin stories inside of their one movie. Well, Barry Allen's origin story is basically he's in his lab and a lightning bolt hits his chemicals and they spill all over him and then he becomes the Flash. As the 
the Star Labs uh, thing no, explodes. No, that was oh, so CW. I'm, I'm going back to Whatever. the original. And well, can we it pass Stephen so, Amell as the Flash? It's so basic. <laughs> or John Leslie Shipp? Yes! Sorry, Rachel. It is so <laughs> basic that um, like we could insert that origin story. Like The big bad could have an explosion and we could create the Flash within this movie towards the end or something. So that's a possibility. We have that option. But let's let's decide on the big bad then. Who is these who are these guys gonna face? Well, so we have we have Black Adam with Nabu, the Doctor Fate helmet. Yes, he right? ended up with the helmet. So part of me feels like Doctor Fate would be the character we would introduce if we were introducing a new hero. Because the helmet's already there. It's already part of our mythos. Yes. Right? So I would say that this is a good opportunity to bring in Black Adam as the main bad. Because he is a threat large enough to require multiple heroes to team up. Especially if he has the helmet. That's fair. That's fair. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we were setting up. That's what it felt like when we did Shazam. Um, Obviously, we could start off with... Somebody else doing something, Sylvanas or Lex or, or something like that. But well, I mean, even with uh, our Justice League Dark movie, we were setting up Black Adam. So, right. I mean, we've, we've been setting up for multiple movies now. It's basically our Thanos. Right, but I want to do this in fewer than 10, 10 years. Okay. So. <laughs> well, based on DC's rate of releasing movies, it might be 10 years with just the movies that we've already done. Waka waka. Just saying. Fine. Anyway, 19 films. How about that? Um, okay, so that's it then. We have, in our Justice League, we're not casting anybody new. We are not adding anything huge. So let's start this off. What character are we going to open the film with? Do we open with the baddie? Do we open it with one of these individuals? I like opening with the bad guy because he did kind of take somewhat of a backseat in the Shazam film. So I think we need to show him do something. Mm-hmm. Like sit on a throne. No. That's what I think for like. He'll do this himself. And yeah. toilet <laughs> yes. I want to see him. I mean, we could, I mean, if you want to parody the MCU a little bit, we can have him like get up off like a cool chair and grab the helmet off a stand and walk out of the room or something. He is the ruler of Kondok. <laughs> he would have a cool chair. Right. And I just I just want to see him do something because why like okay, so we left it with Superman and Shazam are kind of buddy buddy now. Yeah. And that's cool. And if we wanted to, we could open up maybe with the two of them flying around somewhere, maybe stopping like a natural disaster. Maybe there's a fire or or something like that that they're trying Can to put out. Can we show them rescuing kittens from a tree? Like I think that yeah, there should be something funny like that. <laughs> like because I think that's what they were trying to do with the opening of Justice League, where the kids, like, webcam interviewing yeah. him. But instead, we got the weirdest looking mouth ever. All right, let's move on. So okay. what What if, what if? okay, we can tie all this together. So what if they are together because there's a natural disaster, there's a forest fire like what we've had in California recently. Too soon. And Superman is in a suburban area protecting houses Right, and trying to get people out of their homes, and he rescues a cat in a tree. I love that. And then Shazam rescues a tiger. <laughs> a whole tiger. Because Shazam does. Shazam he, has a, a history kid. with tigers. Mike, Mike Tyson's tiger, right? 
Wow. Moving on. No? Okay. Is that where we insert the Mike Tyson cameo? Yeah, because we got to have that. But it, what song is he going to... hands Mike Tyson his tiger. In, in the background, you can just have an instrumental version <laughs> of what the tigers <laughs> dream of. It'll be great. All right. Well, this is going very well. <laughs> Our movie's going... It's going to be great. Everybody's going to see it. Well, at least we know it can't be worse than what actually came out. It could be worse. But chances are it won't be. There's been worse superhero movies. Not many. But there have been worse. Not many. Okay. So, they are fighting a fire. So, okay, do we want to start with the fire, or do we want to start with Black Adam? I like we I like movies that have two opening scenes. We could start with Black Adam for sure, and then immediately cut to something a little bit... I don't want to say a fire is happier, but dealing, so happy. but dealing with the the superheroes is much more enjoyable for us because well, we're cool. rooting for them. You right? can have Superman like sweep around and do like his ice breath to like stop a whole line of, of you know burning trees or because something. Because we like haven't had him use that, have we? Not really. So we haven't shown that power. We have to have the the MacGuffin of, of the power that comes back later. Right. Can right. he also kiss Shazam to make him forget about everything? No. Can he fly around and turn back time so yeah. I don't have to hear you say that? Can he, can he throw his emblem? <laughs> can he throw his emblem, yes. The Solophane S. Um, Alright, so they're, they're fighting fires. That's that's doing its thing. Um, maybe they have it pretty much under control around the time Superman saves the cat. Okay, so we have to come up with what is the thing that Black Adam does to get the Justice League's attention. It could be just a, like news report or something you know black adam is a dictator with magical powers what would a dictator do like maybe tear gas children (laughs) so okay so so here's the thing though it has to be something that requires the justice league to get involved right right so it can't be something that a human dictator would do it has to be something beyond that it has to be something which is why i said magical powers yeah right so what what is that thing does he blow up some type of like massive government landmark does he break in somewhere and steal something he attempts to take over to widen his empire why doesn't he like do something like to one of the justice league members like maybe you know boom tubes are a big thing in dc right you're trying to get uh your steppenwolf and your other uh bigger characters to earth why not? Why isn't instead of boom tubes, he's making some sort of magic portal, and Batman, dis, you know, discovers uh, weird energy surge in whatever country, and somebody goes and checks it out because he reports it to somebody. Maybe it's him. I don't know. And then Black Adam either destroys that person or takes him he captive could, or yeah, something along why those lines. Why don't we have him like kidnap and hold Batman hostage? Why wouldn't he just kill Batman? Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with Batman. Like, I, that's I don't... the problem with a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. Well, it, I think it's the problem with Batman though, because even if you want to have it rated R, do you really want to kill Batman in the beginning feel... of your Justice League movie? I mean, that would make people <laughs> take it really seriously right off the bat. Well, there's you had a couple Thanos. Why I select Batman like because a. I really don't want to see in the opening of our Justice League film one of our two female characters get kidnapped and held hostage. Even though they're incredibly powerful and could go up against Black Adam Mm -hmm. one-on-one. And then we just wrote a scene with Shazam and Superman working together. So Batman is the one left in this. So what if it's not Black Adam doing something? 
what if Wonder Woman and Batman are trying to steal the helmet back? And they he's get, storing it on Earth. He has it with him at all times, like in his his. In so his how are they going to steal it from? Well, right. Obviously, we have to have it set up in some way where it's in some location, right? Where he's keeping because he can't wear it all the time because he's not really fully in control of himself when he's wearing it. You have right? Batman as the sleuth to get you in there. The, you know, he's think, not only just the detective, but he's the hacker. I think the problem is that Black Adam would probably just kill anybody that came in there other than Shazam. But he'd have a hard time killing Wonder Woman. He would, but I think that probably Shazam makes the most sense. If somebody was going to go investigate it, he wants to improve himself to Batman because Batman's the coolest or whatever. And oh, he goes and flies over there. But Black Adam wouldn't kill him because he has something to prove to him. You know, because they both come from the same power, you know, same power. And so he takes him and, you know, somehow binds him into a magical cage of some kind or something like that. Right, and makes him watch this or whatever. So that's a really interesting idea. Okay, the question is, alright, so then how does Shazam find out, since he's really a kid, where Black Adam is? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he overhears the other Justice League members talking or something like that. So, okay, so do we want to basically have a Hall of Justice type location that exists where they do meet? It doesn't have to be the Hall of Justice, but like um, a meeting location? that's fair. Well, maybe we could set it in the future a little bit, like... Okay, a few years? Two years or something. Okay. And so Billy Batson's now, what, 14 or something yeah. like that? He's all grown up. And, you know, so he's a little older and he's been working with Superman. Well, no, because that, that wouldn't make sense because then why would he be trying to prove himself to Batman? Mm. You know what I mean? He's still a kid. Maybe, yeah. maybe, okay, I like this. So all right, so they, they have some type of location where they meet up. We can call it a Hall of Justice for sake of, you know, lack of another name. But what if they're all talking about how to get the helmet back? And they're all being a little hesitant about it. They're taking their time. They're being very patient about it. And Billy, being 14, isn't so patient. And he's like, I can do this. The guy's got the same abilities as me, the same powers as me. I'll go take it myself. Right. To be the rebellious teenager. It works really well if we move ahead a couple of years. Right. I'm good with that. Right? Yeah. I think that's pretty fantastic. We could also... In the Hall of Justice, we could have, like, a, some like the mace, uh, Hot Girl's Mace, and, like, some other, some other artifacts to oh, show that they exist in the universe, and maybe Batman's investigating it or something. Alan Scott's Lantern isn't what, what that guy's name is, the Green the, Lantern? The original, yeah. original Green Lantern, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. His power set's different. That's perfect. So, that'd be interesting. Um, okay, so... So Billy goes off by himself. He's like, screw you guys. I don't, you're not my real dad. And he goes to go stop Black Or maybe Adam. he doesn't tell anybody. Yeah, that and they're, could be. And they're like, where's Billy? I feel like he has to throw a little bit of a fit at the meeting. Like, he's losing his patience. I think we need to see that. Otherwise, if he's just playing it cool the whole time, then all of a sudden Do he goes Do they know rogue. he's a kid? Did we talk about I that? I think Superman does. Superman does. Yeah. Okay, but nobody else Superman Well, I imagine in the two years, he's probably... I don't know. I I would find it Batman hard to would believe. know. Like Batman would be able to figure it out number one, but I don't think Cal would keep that from Bruce and and Diana. I think Cal would keep a secret. I think and if trust Billy asked him yeah. to, but I think Bruce would figure it out. I think that's out. what we need to ask ourselves right now because if they know he's a child, they wouldn't be saying this in front of him. Throwing a fit is incredibly in character. Throwing a fit in front of him, but. If they don't, he's going to want to keep up that pretense that he's right. an adult. 
I feel like the Superman that we're painting a picture of wouldn't want to hide that information from Batman and Wonder Woman because he's a minor. Not because it's a secret to keep, but because he's a kid. And that I think he would see that that was irresponsible of him to keep that from the rest of the League members. The, at least the top League members. I mean, it hasn't been established in our universe that... There's, like, there's only would. one other League member. It's Zatanna in this case. Like, yeah. Well, I figure she's part of the conversation. Right, right, right now. But, but you just said Batman and Wonder Woman, the top ones. Like, there's only five at this point. So there, there's not, like, I'm a sorry top I didn't tier. I'm sorry and... I didn't list all of them. Okay. My point is, is that I don't <laughs> think the, the, the cat-saving Superman would want to keep that information from his colleagues because and he's a kid. That's true, but I think Batman would figure it out and tell everybody. I mean, he's okay. the world's greatest detective. In any case, I think Batman very least knows whether or not he's telling anybody else. Maybe he doesn't know that Superman knows. You know. Fair enough. I don't yeah. I don't know. Okay. Or maybe Billy just overhears it. They don't have him at the meeting. Him maybe it's just like Bruce and, and Superman talking about it. And he's like around the corner doing something, like getting ready to bring him food or do something, you know. Ask him if they want to go get food. I don't know. Teenagers eat a lot. That seems like something. You know, I don't know. I feel like we're dwelling a lot on one point. No, you are. Yeah, you're right. Let's let's move on then. So okay, so he goes to 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 steal the helmet from Black Adam. So how far do we want him to get before he gets caught? Do we want him to to get to the throne room to like basically be inches away that kind of trope, or do we want it to be even less successful? I think he should come in, like, brazen, probably not hiding. Yeah. Shazam is not, like, Captain Marvel is not a character that, you know, he's not a stealthy character in general. <laughs> right. And he's a cocky kid. We were all cocky at age 14, and, you know, yeah. he's going to go in thinking that he can handle this because he so, doesn't know what the helmet does. Yeah. I I completely agree. So, Kondok is uh, basically fictional Egypt. So... Uh, Egypt still exists in this world. It didn't take place. They're like neighbors. So uh, Black Adam is constantly surrounded by pyramids and runes and things like that. And I think having Shazam bust in and destroy some stuff, not everything, because he's not like out to create a poor environment for the inhabitants of conduct, but he's there to get noticed and piss off Black Adam. Okay. Like, we could have Black Adam at some point. We could have a news report that Black Adam has just been, like, a shit leader to this country. You know, things that we've seen come out of um, Kim Jong-un and Il and um, just horrible leadership. So, we could see some of that and then uh, maybe during their conversation, the Justice League's conversation, like what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? Like, not only does he have this magical totem, but he's also like a huge dictator. And so maybe Bruce and Diana or Bruce and Cal are talking about it, right? He overhears it. It's like, I'm going to do something about it. So he goes that way. And then Bruce and Cal and uh, Zatanna and Wonder Woman are all, he, they go to them to t- tell them, fill them in. And then a news report comes on, on the back computers. And like, they're, they're all around the thing with Shazam, like <laughs> busting through a pyramid and, and, you know, doing all this stuff. And, and uh, I don't know, I feel like something like that. So that's, then they know he's there. Yeah. 
I like know? it. They I all like find it. We, out. We can get a, a long sigh from Batman or something right. like that. You know? And so at that point, you don't have to go, well, he's been gone for a long time or something like that, you know, and try and figure out a way that they know he's over there. They know he's over there. Right. And in that time, Black Adam has somehow imprisoned him and moved well, yeah, the artifact like, or something. You go in guns a-blazing on someone's home turf. You don't come out the winner most of the right. time. So... Black Adam is easily defeated. We we see the news report of him. Sorry, Um, other way around. Uh, We see the news report of Shazam in Condock just messing stuff up. YouTube videos, like you know, cell phone videos of it. Yeah, that would be great. And then we actually cut to Shazam in Condock, and we see Black Adam just messing him up in return. Like he is a child he doesn't even need to bust out i think part of the problem right away the part of the problem would be superman is you know i don't know if we've established how fast he is but he's very fast and could get there near instantly Mm -hmm. so i think that's what would have to happen right as soon as this comes on all the tvs they they scramble the jets yeah right and whatever that is if that's wonder woman's invisible plane or they've got the the cool one justice league of all of them going separately because while they're a team they're still not cohesive like there's well zatanna is gonna is she gonna magic her way there okay she's gonna teleport because she knows how so i mean that could be pretty cool so superman blasts off immediately zatanna teleports immediately and then wonder woman and batman have to hop in their respective planes um i think that works pretty well and then that way it's a three-on-one fight pretty quickly with zatanna and superman showing up oh i think shazam should be defeated and kind of like yeah maybe the news report isn't like a live thing like they're seeing it you know it's a breaking news but He's already been defeated. I mean, you're talking to to actually get the news report up and going. There's going to be a little bit of time there. Black Adam would be have more than enough time to beat the crap out of Shazam right. and imprison him. And maybe they get there and find that Batman's doing his detective thing afterwards and finds out that it's clear he's taken Shazam somewhere. And but where? How how would Black Adam? Well, Kondak. It, like he's a ruler. He's a king. He's a dictator. Like he can have a big castle. And... Sure. Uh, Shazam is the second champion. Black Adam was the first one of Shazam. So, you know, Shazam has had, uh, Black Adam has had time to grow these powers and become bigger and better and stronger. And if our timeline, like two years is not the same as say like 40 years or however long we're giving Black Adam. So, um, maybe Black Adam set up a prison for people like him for metahumans or other champions. Yeah, I just, that seems a little too convenient that he just happens to have a Shazam prison, you know? Because, like, that's a very, it's a magical but, power set. It's not a metahuman power set, right? So, it just, it, that feels really convenient. I don't know. I think he would be that kind of a planner. Okay. He is a Justice League level threat in general. So, I mean, sure. he's not, like, a pushover. He's no. He's thought about this stuff before. And in the time he's been Black Adam, which I don't... Hundreds of years, yeah. I mean, in a lot of stories, uh, you know, he's probably run across other people, maybe not, there's probably been other Shazams or other people like Shazam. Okay, so what about this? Instead of it being a magical prison that holds Shazam, what if he got him so beaten, so stressed out, that his body forced him back into Billy Batson, and he was holding a child, and he couldn't change back because he just wasn't strong enough yet he was weak and like maybe put duct tape over his mouth 
that. <laughs> That'd be funny if that's all it took. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't actually. I mean, for know. a while, that's all it took was Zatanna. If she couldn't speak, she couldn't cast. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting idea. I mean, that's fine. We could do that. We can move on. That's fine. Holding a child captive is a lot easier than holding Shazam. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so then, I mean, is it a situation where you know, Superman and Zatanna show up and they, do they, you know, do they just feel like they have to bide their time until Billy can, like, regain his strength? Or do you think that they're going to go in to, to rescue him immediately? Well, I think Cal would want to go in and rescue him immediately. Okay. But I think that Zatanna would probably be like, if he beat Shazam that quickly... You know, we may want to. Yeah. We may want to think about what we're doing here. Do we want to call out? Do we want to have a throwaway line to confirm that Superman has a weakness to magic? I don't think we need to at this point. A lot of people don't know that, though. I mean, we know that. Well, I mean, I think when he starts fighting Black Adam, yeah, I mean, that would be pretty obvious. Yeah, but like, I mean, do we want we it to be mid-fight about no. how? Oh, right, my weakness to magic. No, <laughs> you know? what we could do is have him be skeptical around Zatanna the whole time. Like these past two years, he's very nervous around her. Maybe he doesn't know he's. I mean, has he been around magic really, other than just Savannah? Well, yeah. Oh, so he knows. Yeah, he does know. He's. Yeah. I meant for the audience, oh, okay. not for Superman, right? Well, but the audience, if they saw Shazam, then they would know. I know, but I just you figured... you think they're going to go into a Justice League movie without ha- having watched Shazam? Come on. Okay. I just I know people who saw Infinity War that didn't watch any of the other MCU movies. So, you know, it's not, it's not an impossibility. That, that's all. Um, all right. So, so they go in guns blazing. Yeah. Right? So um, I think that Zatanna kind of has to take point then on this battle because Superman would get beat up pretty quickly i would imagine yeah yeah i mean i think it, uh, he's more magical you know than superman's used to dealing with so right. yeah zatanna would need to kind of so what are some things that zatanna could do to incapacitate black adam say incapacitate black adam backwards yeah i mean i'm just yeah. saying like i'm pretty sure that's how powers are it's he's not Whoa. wrong he's I know. She's done the Potsnam tab to stop Batman, and it works. So she, like, it may not hold him very long. It could be one of those where she says it, and he pauses, and then he breaks, and then he pops. I mean, do Batman and Wonder Woman really ha- need that much time? Like, I think that they're going to be arriving pretty well. I don't think that the Superman is going to rush in before they show up. I mean, even supersonic jets would still take a while to get from somewhere in the United States to essentially Egypt. I just, I really like the idea of Superman and Zatanna being next to each other because I've always had, like, he's such an optimist and she is not. She's seen tragedy and her heart broken and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's a straight up pessimist, maybe even nihilist. So so you're trying to ship them in this movie. I'm not. Oh, not okay. even a little. Like, it, you just earlier, want to show the dynamic. Yeah, earlier, I... When they're talking about Black Adam and what they're going to do and how they're going to get the helmet and everything, uh, I I think it would be Satana to be like, well, do we even need to step in at this point? Like, at this point, the UN needs to step in because the dictatorship's more of a problem than the helmet because he hasn't used it or whatever, so... I, I just always think she would be the contrary one. You know, if if he wants to go in and rescue Billy and she wants to just hold back and assess the situation, like, they just, I, I feel like they would have a good rapport. Agreed. 
would he listen to her? No, because at the end of the day, Superman makes impulsive decisions and they don't always work out for him. I think that... And also, he really hasn't been Superman that that long in our universe. What, like this three years about, or something? Yeah, three well, or four we, years. We don't, we don't know how long he's been Superman. But we, it's our universe is what I'm saying. At this point, we could say he hasn't been Superman that long, so he would still be very well, impulsive and doing things that, that a more experienced Superman may not. Okay. Okay. All right, so 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 he goes in and he fights Black Adam. So um, Zatanna, I imagine, is going to have to go in after him. She's yeah, gonna, she just she has his back. So okay, so they're fighting. The two the the three of them are fighting, right? So do we want Batman and Wonder Woman then to show up? Let's pretend that a half an hour later on their special magic planes. Yes, right. I mean, I think like, less than a half an hour is just totally unrealistic. Right. I, I think that's fair. Um, it's going to be less than a half an hour in film, obviously. Well, sure. So. Yeah, a half an hour is pretty good. Okay, so where is the fight at this point when they show up? I think it should still be contained inside Condock. I I really don't think that Black Adam would expose himself publicly at this point, especially if he had just incapacitated and imprisoned a child. But I would imagine that his throne room would be pretty much destroyed after a half an hour of battling Superman and Zatanna, right? So. So either we expand his, his house, we go. He takes the fight to an isolated location, or we expose him. Those are our options. What if he uses the helmet? I think that's probably a good idea because we can see the power set, and we know again why this helmet is so frightening. So maybe he's you know Superman rushes in and he just like you know is knocking Superman around, but then when Zatanna shows up. Then he realizes that he's going to need a little bit of extra help on this one because she's very powerful, right? And so he's he grabs fine. The I'll do it myself. And grabs the helmet, <laughs> right? He grabs the helmet and he puts the helmet on. There's a really cool special effect. Whatever. Maybe he at that point, I mean, with with the power of the of the helmet, I mean, he could like remove the entire building if he wanted to, mm-hmm. and just have an empty plane for them to fight in, right? Or he could he could start warping reality and doing some pretty crazy stuff, you know? Yeah, making the guns shoot bubbles and. Yeah, that was a Infinity War reference. Yeah, yeah, you're making a lot of this. Well, we I'm could saying, like, have him very quickly be uh, incapacitated themselves. I think um, I, I always loved this look, but in just go with me on this, guys. It was gonna um, be a journey. I can already tell. In Jumanji, when he falls <laughs> through the quicksand roof, like that would be an easy way to incapacitate. Satana, you it, it doesn't have to necessarily be that, but what if he created like a quicksand type of response and she is just like completely sucked down, she cannot cast, she you know her mouth is full of sand. She may be under it may not be real, it may all be in her head, but she's under the belief that she is dying, that she is suffocating, drowning, whatever, and so she has to focus on that instead of him. And what if, you know, immediately um Black Adam has uh, kryptonite up here and like a lot of it like he surrounds superman with it kind of thing not just like a teeny tiny rock that makes him a little nauseous i mean like but uh, you want this to be in their heads yeah like wouldn't that be kind of cool if we see it but it's not there or it, it doesn't have to be it could be real like, the, like the helmet can do so much superman would realize it's not real after a few seconds when nothing happens to him though right like, but in his but a placebo head, effect yeah but like that much, like that would kill him, though. You know what I mean? 
So when he doesn't Would die, it? I mean, he could lift up an entire island made well, of Well, that's an awful, awful. So, yeah, the, the same island he couldn't stand on earlier. Exactly. In the movie. <laughs> that's not in our universe. Okay, that's not our Superman. Okay. So Earth let's two. decide: is that too much kryptonite? It, it, does that just like that's where you draw your suspension of belief, right. or like this man is? Well, no, I, I just mean that I, I, I don't know. I don't know that I want it to all be mind games because I, I feel like. Then have Zatanna's be a mind game and have his be real and have it be just enough kryptonite to make him, like, not dead. <laughs> to make him not dead. Okay. So why doesn't Black Adam kill either of them in the half hour before Batman? Because he's a sadist. Okay. Well, the fight took place. He has place... to monologue. Yeah. <laughs> the fight took place over the half an hour. He hasn't, like, immediately put on the helmet. It took some time. And... You know, maybe Wonder Woman and Batman come in right as these things are happening. Yeah, I think in movie time, Batman and Wonder Woman need to, like, show up mid-fight rather than, like, half an hour later. Because I I realize that it doesn't make that much sense. That's fine. That's fine. Let's let's do that and move on. I don't want to get stuck in those kind of details. So, right now, we're just kind of in the middle of the film. How do we move on? Like, Wonder Woman and Batman clearly have to beat them if we're going to have another showdown at the end right well that's that's the thing right he still has to get away somehow and he has to get away with the helmet right right do we want to turn our justice league into two movies no i feel like there's a lot going on right now (laughs) it's just one big fight okay there's not a lot going on it's just a giant fight scene okay right the introduction took like 20 minutes and then we've had this giant fight scene um i mean yeah, like, so we have to have some way for Black Adam to want to leave or kick the Justice League out. So what does what additional threat does Wonder Woman and Batman possess to make him want to escape? Well, I mean, I imagine Wonder Woman, you know, has some experience dealing with uh, magic and things like mm-hmm. that, being as her, you know, mystical origins, essentially. Yeah. Um, so maybe just a straight up warrior with a, a god killer blade uh, is enough to make him. Backtrack. What if like she charges him and her sword cracks the helmet and it freaks him out? Crack the helmet. Like crack like the Liberty Bell crack. That's interesting. Like, it could be repaired with a lot of magic, and I mean, maybe that's... it is kind of like a magic thing. So he escapes, and he has to go repair the helmet. And that's going to take a lot of magic and a lot of, you know, seedy underground kind of blood trading kind of thing. So... Okay. But Batman assists Superman and Zatanna... Wonder Woman just goes straight for Really, him. Batman could just hide in the background and, like, shoot some grenades... Well, he could call. I, I like the idea of him causing a distraction. Say a very tactful, oh shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're in like this kind of like ruins throne room kind of thing, right? You could have Batman come in and cause a distraction, and Wonder Woman can like leap down from the busted ceiling, right? Like right on top of him, and that's how like she, he could throw a smoke bomb. I like that. Yeah. You know, sure. Whatever you want okay. that distraction to be. I think, it, I think a single <laughs> smoke bomb, it's like, pssst, and it just like has a tiny bit of smoke. That would be a perfect distraction. Perfect. He's like, I promise I'm perfect. a grower, not a shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one was a dud. Next one's going to be real good, though. So she she drops down just right on him. She cracks the helmet. And what if like the magic kind of 
it internalized and he had to get out of there because it was harming him. Not at the same capacity. What if it's like, like a mechanism in the helmet? Like when it detects that kind of damage, it like automatically takes its wearer to a pocket dimension or something. Ooh, I like sure. that. Too. And then they're just like left in the throne room going, what is going on right now? I'm fine with that. So they're stuck in, you know, in this alien civilization, essentially. Not something that they're used to, a place they're used to. They gotta um, get Billy, they gotta get Superman and Zatanna up and get out of there. Right. Right? So, okay. So that happens and they regroup. So the question is, what what are they going to do differently next time around? They're gonna have Shazam with them. Well, okay. That's a good point, yeah. That's good. Okay, do we, do we want to take this as an opportunity to, like, discuss any other characters or or power sets i don't know about that i think like now both teams both black adam and the justice league are in research mode they find out like they know that he's going to repair the helmet or try to or do anything in his disposal to do that and um so they have to figure out first i think it'd be more interesting if they figure out how he has to do that so how does he have to do that? And also, I want him to raise like this really creepy, gross army because it's not an ensemble film unless they fight a faceless horde. Interesting. <laughs> okay, like a black hand kind of thing, or <gasps> yes, like maybe like I don't want to be completely ripping off the mummy, but like. Creepy corpses would be so fun to watch. Well, that's what Black Hand does, yeah. right? I mean, he's the Black Lantern, essentially. Yeah. Depend, you know. So you could... Could there be some scarabs, too? Yes. Giant scarabs. <laughs> so, like, they okay. ride in so, on them. Exactly. <laughs> so this is kind of interesting, right? So maybe he needs Black, Black Hand's magic, his abilities to repair the helmet, and they decide to team up with each other. Oh, wow. Because Black Adam's not going to raise an army of the dead. That's, Why not? I just don't feel like that's in character. Oh, like he's a megalomaniac. He's always wanted to expand, and a dispensable army is kind of the way to do it. Okay. I I, I mean, we don't, don't really know our Black Adam's character. Black Adam is in the is that an, ab- an ability that he has? Uh, no, 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 not by himself. He would need the helmet repaired and i think with the helmet he could do it okay so how does he repair the helmet then that's what i i just asked you i told you you didn't like my ideas so. <laughs> well because i think introducing black hand at this point is missing out on some really great uh green lantern stories well i feel like you have to introduce somebody who can help him do this unless you just want to watch him reading some old parchment until he figures it out, which I guess we could do too. Yeah, he's teaching himself how to blacksmith. Wait, did <laughs> did we use? Uh, did we kill off Savannah's? No. Then why we could have him help him? Like Savannah's is the the kind of book nerd. He's been reading all these rituals. He's he's the Giles to Black Adam's Buffy. Like he could provide him with this creepy gross blood ritual or something that would repair the helmet or it could be something even like to repair this thing i think it's gotta be something intense like when thanos sacrificed gamora like i think it's gotta be something huge to repair this so we had lex in the previous movie too what if 
the three of them get back together. Aww. Yeah, they I get the old band unions. back together. What if... Can there be a montage of them all getting coffee? <laughs> what if Lex... I feel like that's necessary. I love it. What if Lex <laughs> deceives Black Adam and puts the helmet on? And is somehow more powerful than Black Adam was with the helmet on? I actually think the helmet would eventually reject him because Lex doesn't have any magical powers. Nobu would be like, yeah, I'm here right now, but I'm not staying on your head. And I mean, I don't know if we need to get into those weeds, but my thought is that Dr. Fate is probably stronger than Black Adam. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't necessarily matter who's wearing the helmet. When you're wearing the helmet, you're Dr. Fate. What else you are is not as relevant. Right? But so, Nobu only sticks on people's heads who he can use, who will enhance his power and things like that. Well, so Lex is supposed to be the smartest person on the planet. He's got all this incredible technology. He's incredibly wealthy. He's a pretty good resource for Nobu to have. Resource, but is yes. Black Adam going to want to work with somebody who's... No, that's my point. So you're going to make them fight too? No, I'm not going to make them fight. There's no big fight scene. I want to see Lex put the helmet on, basically, like, throw Sylvanas and Black Adam through some portal somewhere into another dimension, and then go off and do his crazy shit. Because Lex is the one who would land on the lo- land on the lawn of the White House and demand that he have it. So... I actually kind of like that. <laughs> we are getting rid of our main villain. Three-fourths of the way through the film. Because he wasn't really the main villain the whole time. And we are introducing, or bringing back, not introducing, two other characters who haven't been in the film until this point. Lex is always around, right? I mean, it's not like we're introducing an obscure character. I mean... Think of how cool it would be to have a shot of... He just wants the shot of Lex putting on the helmet. Well, I do want that shot. Yeah. I definitely want that shot. But almost like, basically, remember it, it would kind of be like in Days of Future Past, right? Lex, Magneto, yes. Yeah. Lex is like floating above the White House, and the Justice League are like in the lawn looking up at him. It's a pretty cool moment. Okay, you hate most of my ideas tonight, so I you do. go ahead. You go ahead. You tell that me. That just sounds like a completely different movie. Like all of a sudden, we went from you know. The Mummy to... Like we went from a Zack Snyder like, movie to a Joss Whedon movie? No. Like oh. we went from... like I don't know. Like This feels very Michael Bay to me. It feels okay. very Independence All Day. Right, so you, you want Black Adam to raise a zombie army. I just think that sounds better. Okay. Like... Oh. That's right. fine. That's fine. It, so how it does... apparently is not. You'd rather... So, throw like a ton of wrenches into what we've spent the last hour creating. All right, all right, let's let's take it back a notch. I don't really think I broke anything. Um, he creates a zombie army. How does he do that? I told you with the helmet. We still haven't figured out how the helmet gets fixed. Sylvanas, you said Sylvanas reads and he fixes the helmet. Sure. Okay. Right. Do you want that to be a big sequence? Do you want that to be like a thing? Like I figured it would have. Ben. It wants to be an 80s montage. Like I'm you, really into montages compa- right now. We I compared it to are. the Gamora moment in Infinity War, but we don't have anybody that we've introduced uh, with Black Adam who would be as significant or at all, really. Significant sacrifice. I know. Um, I mean, I guess he could sacrifice Sylvanas. Ooh. I mean, I guess. It could be like that. It could be, you know, 
Sylvanas is going to sing Country Roads while... Uh... Uh, Harry, in Harry no? Potter, a Goblet okay. of Fire, Wormtail had to give up his arm to bring back Voldemort, and then later on that arm is responsible for his death. So, you know, it, it could be something like that, where Sylvanas has to... Something has to be sacrificed, and Black Adam's like, well, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm good with that. So then what next? Well, now the helmet's back and uh, Billy is better. He's feeling better. And I think Black Adam makes his move to, like, invade. Doesn't have to be a zombie army. It was just a faceless horde kind of idea that was in both the Avengers and Age of Ultron and uh, even... And Suicide Squad. And Suicide Squad and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fought the Faceless Army. So what is he invading? Other countries, surrounding countries. Like, maybe he invades the UN. Maybe he goes after um, the US since they're the home of most... Four out of five of the Justice League. Okay. I mean... Yeah, I don't really have a good answer for it, so... Okay. I need, I need a little more, I think, is all. So... What do you mean? Like, he, So so he just... Is is he picking, like, the UN in New York City? To, is sure. That, that's what he's invading? Sure. Okay. So what's... what's So what, what happens? Like, what are you see, for seeing for that? Well, like, uh, any dictator who invades another country, they want absolute surrender and control. They want, like... So he just wants to rule the world by taking down the UN building. Yeah, he okay. like he's insane. He wants power. That's why he took the helmet to begin with because he wants power. Yeah, but I mean, like, there, there's no like, there's no military there or anything like that. So it's all, all he's. But the UN is a representative of every country, so he's not just threatening the US. He's choosing to threaten the entire world. Okay, so then, the, so then the the Justice League go to New York City and they they fight at the UN. Sure. Yeah. I mean, every good fight, or every good uh, superhero team-up has a fight in New York, right? It doesn't have to be the UN location in New York. It could be um, in any other country where the UN has, where they meet sometimes. Well, that, okay. That's just, that's the, uh, the, yeah. the, the more recognizable building. Sure. I mean, then, so. well, there's one in D.C. Okay. We, okay, so let's do it in D.C. instead. Because the Avengers did New York. Okay. I like it. Giant effing battle. Faceless horde. White House down. So how's it end? He loses? I can see it now. <laughs> oh, like, I think traditionally the heroes win in these movies. Right, but like, I mean, okay, so is that all, all the detail we want to go into? There's a big fight and they win? Well, I like, think at the very end, I mean, Shazam like, should sacrifice himself like Iron Man did in the original Avengers and to take the final blow on Black Adam. They realize that they have to get the helmet off of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's the one that has to do that. And the only way to do that is by grabbing Black Adam's head... And saying Shazam, and then falling to the ground as a tiny kid holding a helmet, and Superman has to dive in and save him. Oh, I like that. That's actually really cute. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Does anybody no, catch? Good. Does anybody catch Black Adam's body, or we just let it fall? Let it, he's a villain. Let it fall, right? I mean, just Wonder asking. Woman comes over and puts her sword up like just this, right under where his body's gonna fall. Just a question. Okay, so what if 
so that's that's how it ends. All of them are friends. They go get you know tapas instead of shawarma or something. Um, what if Lex Luthor and uh, LexCorp are on the cleanup crew? They they assist with that. They donate these resources, and Lex finds Black Adam's body, and then we can set up a Justice League two with like a Legion of Doom. Sure. I do think it would be a little weird that the Justice League would be like, oh, his body's over there somewhere. We're all good. But it is very superhero movie-like to completely forget about the body. Like, it's really only Casey Jones that thinks to push the... Right, (laughs) squish the guy to death. (laughs) Yeah, he's the only psychopath in superhero movies, apparently. Make sure the job's done. Hey, they're in New York. Oh, no, no, they're not in New York. I was going to say Ninja Trolls can show up and help it clean up, and we can have a crossover we've always wanted. That Batman is... has crossed over with Ninja Turtles before. I, I know, I know. Yeah, it's good stuff. I think him and Casey Jones would get along pretty well. Probably. Other than the killing thing. Well, it depends which Batman. There That's are a lot. Most Batmen kill. That's true. All right, let's be honest here. The Adam West Batman and the Christopher Nolan Batman. I mean, Christopher, uh, Christopher Nolan, Nolan killed he Batman. Kills. Yeah. He, he just doesn't Everybody say tries it. to be like that. But no, yeah. Christopher Nolan's yeah. Batman did kill he people. He killed so. people. Yeah. Um, all right. Not saving people is also the same as murdering. And also burning, burning down your training facility mm. uh, and not saving the people in it yeah. is also killing people. Yeah. But he didn't use guns. That's right. <laughs> so it's all oh, yeah. no good. Um, well, all right. Terrible. So. It was accurate, though. It was on the point. Anything else? Uh, do we want any Stinger. more stingers? And what movie is next? What do you think, Derek? No idea. Should we have Green Lantern set up in the what, what would stinger? They, but what would that stinger be? We haven't done anything other. Maybe the fight so, in Kondok uh, broke loose a ring that had been stuck <laughs> in the ground for hundreds lame. of years. And that is lame. This is where we could do the Wonder Woman film. And then in Wonder Woman, we could easily set up another hero or two. Ryan looks really skeptical. For I some mean, reason. I don't know. I don't really have a good answer. The way this we're ending this one doesn't we really do like our lend first itself well. Solo Batman film. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good okay. So that's our next DCEU. That's sometime in January, probably. So yeah. Um, okay. Well then. Uh, so yeah. So next week is the Screen Heroes Awards. Join us. Um, it's gonna be early. If you're used to our normal... No, no, no. It, 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 we go live at normal oh, okay. time. We go live at normal time. Oh, that's right. It goes an hour later. Sorry. Yeah. Because it's going to be a, a long hour. It's a two-hour It's a two-hour So thing. make sure you take your uh, energy drinks and yeah. Monster Red Bulls and... Uh, the following week, we're doing something a little different. It's a review, but we're actually going to review The Christmas Chronicles, uh, the Netflix Kurt Russell Santa we movie. We are! Uh, which is something we haven't really done before. We usually don't do holiday stuff. Rachel's so. going to set up a nice Christmas display on this table. Oh, I will for you guys. Eggnog. We can, we're only going to drink eggnog through the whole movie. Can I have milk and cookies? No. no. Eggnog and cookies, yeah, maybe. I don't like eggnog. Well, you're going to have to drink it, Derek, and you're going to like it. Uh, the rest of the year closes out with a review of Mortal Engines, and then our Aquaman review, which mm-hmm. will not be live. But will be released. That's it, guys. That's our that's, rest of the year. It's 2018. That's 2018. So, all right. Anything else, guys? No. Find uh, us at Buster Props, Siren Ray, and the Star Trek dude. And of course, you can follow Heroes Podcast at Heroes Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. 
We also have a Patreon. We use the few dollars we spend to keep this going. And we absolutely love it if you would help us keep this going as well. And don't forget, we have a new Tee Public store. The uh, link is on heroespodcast.com, our store link. It's in most of our profile bios. We've got brand new designs for all of our podcast shows, uh, including a Shazam Gate 18 shirt. That's right. The Screen Hero shirt is really cool. Um, I'm hoping that we're uh, going to be able to wear some of this stuff for the Screen Hero Awards. So if you tune in, you might be able to check that stuff out. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.